sugar, spice, and everything nice. Those are the ingredients needed for a healthy dose of tech news, James. Mmm, needs a little eye of newt. <laughs> you missed her! Samsung and TSMC are planning a price hike on their semiconductors in the coming years. Collusion? <laughs> straight to jail. A push that will see costs increase by as much as five to 20% by 2023. The move will see the chip giants share the costs with consumers amidst a rising tide of inflation during a global supply chain crisis. Hey, who said sharing isn't caring? That means they love us. TSMC has already seen its chip prices rise by 20% last year and will look to add five to 8% on top of that by 2023, while Samsung plans to add about 15 to 20%. Ugh, Samsung and TSMC account for more than two thirds of global chip production, and with manufacturing costs rising by an average of 30% across the board, the semiconductor giants are no doubt trying to flex their market leverage in order to turn a profit, which would seem totally respectable in a capitalist system. You gotta feed, they gotta feed their kids. I enjoy a good flex if Samsung's foundry hadn't just reported its highest ever first quarter profit in 2022. It's like my grandmommy says, if you wanna play in the park, you gotta pay the Pied Piper, Piper's precious price. Oh, my grandma Priscilla. Qualcomm has announced its Snapdragon 8 Plus Gen 1, the successor to last year's 8 Gen 1 No Plus, now with 100% more plus. To the max! <laughs> That's, that one would be way better. Gen 1 max! Qualcomm claims 10% faster CPU performance, 10% faster GPU clock speed, and 30% more efficiency on the CPU and GPU. While only an iterative upgrade, the 8 Plus Gen 1 claims it can offer an average of one hour of extra gaming time over last year's offering, so you can ignore your family and friends for just a little while longer. In this economy? Peace. What? You need that. <laughs> The chip maintains its four nanometer architecture, though Qualcomm has swapped foundries this time around like a jilted lover, opting for TSMC's design instead of Samsung's. Hell hath no fury like a foundry scorned, watch out. It's literal magma. Qualcomm's decision to jump ship to TSMC is reportedly due to their attempts to diversify its sources, opting to not put all of their eggs in one basket. Who puts their eggs in a basket anyway? Mine come in a bag. And they're very heavily binned. Canada has finally decided to ban Huawei equipment from their 5G networks amid growing concerns of cyber espionage by the Chinese government. The true North strong and free has exercised some of that freedom by disallowing wireless carriers from obtaining any new 5G or 4G equipment by September of this year and must remove all Huawei equipment from their networks by June 28th. 2024. See you on Craigslist. <laughs> the government is also placing a ban on ZTE, another Chinese-owned telecoms company, citing security concerns. Telecoms will be given a period of grace, which is a great word to use when speaking about cyber warfare and security, up until December 31st, 2027, to remove all 4G equipment. <laughs> That's way past the apocalypse. <laughs> We're gonna be dead by then. In banning Huawei equipment, Canada joins America, the UK, Australia, and New Zealand, also known as the Five Eyes Alliance, which is an intelligence sharing organization, and surprisingly, not a Justice League spinoff team. The Five Eyes. You hear that, guys? It's our way or the Huawei. <laughs> Now it's time for Quick Bits, brought to you by New, maker of high-performance smart e-scooters for those on the go. And even those not on the go, because they don't have a high-performance smart e-scooter yet. yet. 
Ah, Niu offers a two-year warranty, a super-wide deck for extra foot space, wide handlebars for better steering and controls, and a safe braking system for peace of mind. Niu's available in over 50 countries, and its riders have ridden over seven billion miles. Congrats, guys. Hey, you can join them and get up to $150 off Niu's KQI3 and KQI2 kick scooters at the link below. Needs more eye of Niu. Look, Newton and Einstein were smart, but did they have any quick bits? Probably not. They probably didn't even have, they probably didn't even have any. Not even slow bits. Frameworks fully modular for repair friendly laptop has just been updated to Intel's 12th gen Alder Lake CPUs. The laptop is available as a DIY kit for those of you who are into adult Legos or as a pre-built configuration if laziness is your greatest virtue. S on Lego? Legos. Ooh, I stepped on some Legos, ouchie. You can also bring existing components over from a previous model, which is great if you're into right to repair and saving the whales. That's one less ram stick inside of a dolphin's blowhole. They support quad channel. Bad image. Pebble smartwatch co-founder Eric Migakovsky wants to make small Android phones great again. Thank you. He's launched smallandroidphone.com sense, an attempt to rally the small phone enthusiasts in an effort to put pressure on the likes of Google or Samsung, or anybody really, to help produce a premium small phone. There's nothing wrong with having a small phone. But everybody at my gym tells me my phone is completely average sized. I don't appreciate it. The ethical hackers competition Pwn to Own is happening this week, and there's been a healthy dose of both poning and owning taking place. So far, the talented cybersecurity competitors have showcased their skills in exploiting and cracking different software, with Microsoft taking the brunt of a bad first day. Windows 11 was breached twice, while Microsoft Teams was penetrated three times. Yeah! yeah. Stop it. The highest reported bounty came in at a staggering $150,000. Mamma mia! And that's why you never leave your windows unlocked at night. You never know who's lurking with a stepladder or a stable Wi-Fi connection. HP's new Spectre X360 has launched today and HP has gone Intel all the way. The premium and Spectre line, which previously came coupled with an Iris or Nvidia offering in the graphics department, has now become the first laptops to bring Intel's ARC A370M to any market outside of South Korea. That's right, the ARC is no longer just a meme. For the ARC of history is long, but it bends towards justice. And Amazon's trying a new approach on marketing its new sci-fi series, Night Sky. The company has asserted that Earthbound shows are just too passe, and has decided to beam the first episode of its new show to infinity and beyond, where aliens can finally enjoy some quality human entertainment from the most middling streaming service we have. Yay, space noise! <laughs> the signal will be broadcast at ranges of 384,000 kilometers away from the Earth, so you're unlikely to receive the broadcast on Kepler-7 but it's a heartwarming change from the usual frigid emptiness and endless despair of space. They're probably they really- They got it good out there. No, they're probably sad. And don't despair just because this episode is over because there'll be more on Monday. So make sure to book your flights back from Nebula 9. The long weekend is busy, trust me. And you gotta go through the slime airlock. Get out of here. No!